Welcome to Working Towards Our Purpose, a podcast that offers a different perspective on what a job can be. For everyone out there that's heard that voice in the back of their head asking for something more, it's time to listen to it. I'm your host, Gino, and join me as I interview people who have decided to work in their own purpose. Together, we will learn, become inspired, and hopefully find our own path towards working in our purpose. Joining me today is Vanessa Moreno, who was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia, and moved to the United States when she was 14. She is now a business owner, a mom, and an active member of the local entrepreneur community in New Haven. She owns your CBD store in North Haven. She's a knownpreneur graduate, an active networker, and last year she was awarded the Emerging Leader for the Quinnipiac Chamber of Commerce. Vanessa, thank you for being here. Thank you, Gino, for this great opportunity. I'm excited. So can you first tell me in your own words and tell us in your own words who you are and, and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I'm Vanessa Moreno. I um, opened Your CBD Store North Haven over three and a half years ago. This journey started as a consumer. I was working at a company in West Haven that resells and recycle used tires. I was the sales administrator. At the time, I, I worked there for a few years. And at the time, I was dealing with a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And the worst part of it all was that I was I began to experience panic attacks. So I started like freaking out even more. And I have a good friend of mine who is started getting into the CBD industry. And I was telling him my experiences and what I was going through. He said, you should come and check out my store. I should probably have something for you. And I went. I That's how I started my CBD journey. I started taking the products. They worked so well on me. And very shortly, my friend offered, him and his wife offered me to start my journey. They were like, if you want to open your own store, you can do the same thing because your CBD store is the largest CBD retailer and franchise in the in the country. And, uh, you know, here I am today. I always felt the desire of having my own business, but not quite figured out what I wanted to do. And when this amazing opportunity came, I said, I think this is definitely my call. And I just jumped in, figured out whatever I had to do, and I put it together. Hmm. That's awesome. I like the idea of you first being like a consumer first and then being able to get into it. I think that's a very, I don't know like natural way of getting into it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I am curious about your perspective on like entrepreneur and, you know, like as somebody who didn't grow up in this country and didn't have like a standard mindset, maybe, or at least an American mindset of what you're supposed to do as your path. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur or did that spark somewhere later? Or did you want to go to school for a business or like, what, what was your thoughts of like what you wanted to do for a career when you were graduating? Yeah, no, my plans originally have been so different. Like I went to school, I got my associates and I got my bachelor's. And at the time where I was, I went to Southern and I was trying to accomplish my bachelor's. I noticed, I thought that I had in my heart that I wanted to become a lawyer. Mm. And I had a lot of interest in public health. Like I've always been very interested in health, the holistic side of, of health. And one of my one part of my, one of my majors was in public health. But when I got so involved in the law community and the at Southern, 
it's like, oh, I think this, this is the path that I want to go to. And when you want to go to law school, you just need to get your bachelor's. It doesn't matter what you, you know, just, just need to get it. So I just decided to get my bachelor's and it was kind of like, you know, bachelor's of science and I had minors and I'm like, I'm going to go to law school. But then once I graduated with my bachelor's, I became a homeowner. I got a full-time job and life really got so busy for me. I come from, uh, my mom was a single mom. So I always had to like work really hard for everything that I have in my life. And I know that going to law school, it's 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 not easy. It's I'm sure it's worth it, but it's not easy. You kind of have to. I I actually didn't know at that point in my life how I was going to juggle going to school while like working a full time job because I was told that like the first two years are very hard of when you go to law school. So I actually just put it on hold and I just concentrated on you know this full time job that I had, which I really liked at the time that I that I landed it. And then, like I said, just because of the opportunity that my friend came, I want to say, because also my daughter's father, he is also an entrepreneur. I had that, I could see it. And I was like, you know, I want this because eventually I knew I was going to create a family. I was going to have a family of my own. And I wanted to have the flexibility where if my mother was not able to be very present as far as activities, school activities with me. And I knew that I wanted to, if I was going to bring someone into earth, I wanted to make sure that I could be present, take time off. And I figure, well, I should really pursue having my own business. But like I said earlier, I just couldn't figure it out. I did have kind of like a side business. I have always had a hobby of making jewelry. And I always make uh, bracelets and I sold my bracelets on eBay or, you know, with friends in person. I had that, but of course it wasn't as big. And once this opportunity came, I was like, I'm going to jump. I can, this is the perfect opportunity for me. I had the whole motivation to do it, but it's, it's been, of course you come from where I come from. It's always like you need to work hard for what you have. And I feel that as an entrepreneur, also being a minority entrepreneur, you have you have the desire, but sometimes you may not have the resources. If you don't connect with the right people, you may not have the enough resources and you may not even know what what you what you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur. I think you gotta be very organized and there's a lot of aspects that you have to know so your business can become more solid and successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely see, you know, that's how we met through networking and that sort of thing. And I do want to ask about that later, but first, how, how did you like get to the decision of wanting to leave the full-time job that you had to pursue this new opportunity? What was it that I guess helped make that decision for you? I just was not happy. I reached a point that I was not happy where I was working. I noticed that it was affecting my relationships, even with the people that I was working with. It was a very stressful environment. I had to take on on a lot of work from from a lot of individuals. And I had to spend a lot of hours, like work overtime. And it just was not fulfilling me. I was just more in a bad mood than in a happy mood. 
And I was like, I just couldn't. I knew that either I was going to have to either figure out how I was going to open my own business or I definitely was going to have to look for another job because I was just not happy. I've always been a person who I just cannot do the same thing over and over again. Like I, I want more and more and more. And where I work was an industry, I, as I mentioned earlier, the company sells and recycles used tires. So let alone, it's already a men industry. I wanted to potentially, I had the, all the intentions to become a salesperson. But I felt like they didn't take me serious because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, okay, I'm not, um, if I'm not going to be a salesperson, then at least can I just move to the accounting department? Because I also, math has, all, has always been one of my strengths. So I was like, well, I can just do that. And no, there was no opportunity. There was no room for me to grow. And so I just kind of hit a wall there. I'm just like, this is not the place where I'm meant to be because I want more. I want to show that I can, that I can do more. And that, that just was it. I, I did everything behind, you know, behind doors and put everything together for my business. But I, I also left the company in good terms. I know that if, you know, God forbid, if I were nothing, if I'll have to go back, I'm sure they'll take me because I make sure that they had someone to cover my position. I didn't open my business on, you know, when I was one, I really wanted to because essentially I wanted them to have someone to replace me. That mm-hmm. was, that was it. I was not, not happy. Yeah. Well, that that's awesome of you to be able to recognize that you wanted more and then see the limitations that you had and, and people not allowing you to grow the way that you wanted to. And then leaving, I think that's very uh, admirable. And a lot of people get stuck in positions like that. And and I could say for me personally, I was stuck in position kind of similar where you wanted to do more and, and maybe the opportunities weren't there, but then stayed there for too long. And before I realized it, I was like, oh, wow, you know, six years had already gone by and then making the decision. So I think it's admirable to be able to recognize it and then move on to something else. And I think this opportunity was something that lined up perfectly for you. And I did want to ask a little bit more about franchises too, because I'm not really familiar with them or, or how they work. Or can you tell me a little bit about like what the process is to open a location and like what sorts of resources they provide you and that sort of thing? Sure. I'm very happy with the company that I belong to, this franchise. It started as very, very small. It's been around for five years now, ever since CBD became legal in 2018. The founders never even thought this was going to become a, a franchise. It was just like mm. her, you know, her and her husband, a couple opening their store. And then next thing you know, the sister and then the friend. And then now it's, there's over like 500 stores in the whole country. And they do give a lot of support. When I joined, I joined very early in the in the franchise. So I I, I want to say in a way I got lucky because there was no franchise fee. Mm-hmm. It was just like you 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 do a, you know you do of course buy the products as a wholesaler. It, it was I want to say it's nothing like when you get into other franchises. The the fee. It's also a great thing. It's it's not it's minimal because I know sometimes Subway franchises have like I want to say twelve to fifteen percent of you have to give you know you have to whatever you purchase. Your CBD store sits on there too, so it's very reasonable. And then you do have to you know 
pay a franchise fee at the beginning. But as time has gone by, they are growing more as a company and they'll give you in whatever resource they have their headquarters in Florida. And if they have training that they will give you as part of the process and you can travel there, uh, travel to the headquarters at any time, they, they will help you with whatever, whatever you need to just put your, your store together and make sure that your store is successful. That's awesome. And I didn't know this, honestly. I didn't know this until I joined the Nonpreneurs program. Where, Because you always said, like, I'm sure if you're not going in the right path, if you don't know what you're really doing as an entrepreneur, you're just like, you could just, things can easily get like everywhere. You may feel like, oh my God, what am I doing here? And I, for the longest, I felt even kind of like afraid to ask for help to to reach out to the franchise. Like I felt, I don't know, like embarrassed or ashamed of like, you know, oh my God, what are they going to think? Like I'm not, you know? And it, mm-hmm. honestly, it's, I don't know why, but I don't think, I don't think about it like that anymore because reaching out to them was actually very positive for my business because I got to find out that, I was not alone, that they are more than willing to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge lesson I've learned myself too, um, especially since going full-time with my business is getting help from other people and like not feeling like you have to know everything. I was just having a conversation with somebody about this, about how like I, at first I thought I had to know everything. And like, even with my clients, like acting like I knew everything and then that making it so much more stressful for me and like, actually doing what I'm trying to do. Whereas if you're just upfront and honest and like say when you don't know something and like, oh, well, I'll look into that, but I don't know the answer. It makes things so much easier, it seems. And then I guess that leads us perfectly into like the the question of like networking and when did you start networking and why is networking so important to you? Yeah, so this, I like this question. I, I and of course, I listened to your podcast and I, I noticed something interesting how you mentioned that 2021 was not a good year for you. And I have to say the same thing for me 2021 was not a good year for me. It was very dark. I opened my business in 20, November 2019, but then COVID came. I also got pregnant. My daughter was in 20, well, she was born in 2020. I became a single mom. So I had to like still trying to grow a business and being a mom, then becoming, you know, turning into a single mom and all these challenges that I had, I was facing business and personal wise. I remember that in 20, you know, towards like the end of 2021 and actually beginnings of 2022, I... Well, in twenty during twenty twenty one, I did get introduced to networking by a few members here in town in North Haven, and I just honestly in twenty twenty one, I didn't even feel capable of being able to do the networking. I was like in a bubble. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like having to talk to people, I was just, I, I, I you know, throughout my transition and everything, I kind of lost the sense of who I was, and and there was just a lot going on. But I still give, I, I still did it, you know, little bit of it. And in 2022 is when I found out about Known 
And then also I joined the Quinnipiac Chamber of Commerce and I got very serious and I started making you know, more serious commitment to attend. I remember attending known just via Zoom because at the time they had virtual networking. And since I couldn't leave my business because I was working it full time, one of my therapists actually was the one that guided me to known. And she said, well, you know, Vanessa, they have virtual networking. So start there. And then they also have in-person networking. And when you get a chance, just you know, one maybe one day you're gonna you have to you close the store and then you go there and see what happens. And I am telling you, between known and the chamber of commerce, it was a game changer for me. The boost of confidence I got out of the bubble, and I'm like I never saw myself capable of doing this. But now I truly enjoy making connections. It's it is it is part of my myself, my personality. And it's so important when it comes to you, you're not by yourself, you have to make the connection. So that way you can start opening different, different doors. And also you get to connect with the community, which is like one of my really like number one goals for this, for this year is to try to see if I, how much more difference I can make into the community. I try to make the the difference in the community with my business, as far as educating the community about CBD because there's a big, big stigma between CBD and THC. Uh, a lot of people think that CBD gets them high. So what I do is I go to the community and I educate the community. It, it's impactful. Uh, it, it's very rewarding to be able that you can make those connections and also connect with the community. For, to me, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And what would you say to somebody who like maybe wants to get out there or maybe like an older version of yourself who's maybe afraid to put themselves out there and to go to a networking event where they don't know anybody, um, what, what piece of advice would you give to them? Well, they can reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> they can reach out to me, you know, perhaps, you know, find a friend that does it. I mean, I have a friend that did it to, that did it for me and it's Elizabeth. She was very fearful, didn't know what to do. And she said, oh, she noticed that I was attending. She's like, do you mind if I go with you? I just not. She, that was not something that she saw herself capable of doing. So I was, I was recommend to find someone that, that you know that is doing it, that is friend of yours. And then as far as, as I know, it sounds very, very hard because I have to deal with it. But you have to put yourself definitely on uncomfortable situations to get comfortable. You got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. So just search online. If you don't have a friend, maybe just search or find your local uh, chamber of commerce and talk to them. Allow them to tell you what is all the the whole chamber of commerce all about. Attend one of their business after hours and then just go there. And then when you get exposed to a networking, just try to at least make one connection. Talk about work or talk about you know, personal interest and it takes one person, then you add two and then three. And then next thing you know, you, you will slowly become comfortable because mm-hmm. you will see the results and, it, and how helpful it is for, for your personal life and your business life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with getting uncomfortable to get comfortable and, and to just so kind hard. of start somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember going, this is a funny story. I remember going to 
a networking event one time and then like driving to it and like getting to the parking lot and seeing that it was like packed and there wasn't any place to park. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to go anyways. And then I drove by and I was going to go home and I was like, what are you doing? Like you drove here, like just turn around go back. So then I turned around, found a spot to park and then I went in and then I was glad that I went and I was like, that's so silly. Like, why did it, why did I do that? <laughs> Listen, I am a very bubble person now. I feel like I'm a butterfly. A lot of people say that, but I still have most of my moments where I'm like, okay, Vanessa, I think you're like an introvert and an extrovert at the same time. Because sometimes if I, it happens, like, as much as I know, have much more connections now, when I go to a place and I get into a certain place, but there's a lot of people, all of a sudden I start freaking out. I'm like, Ooh, mm-hmm. maybe this is too much for me today. Uh, but, you know, at least if I make one connection, you know, even if you just mm-hmm. make one connection, but, and, but there's other times, sometimes if there's more people that I know, then I, I find it like, I feel more comfortable where I'm okay with this group of people and I'm going to approach another group of people. It's just sometimes depending, I don't know if it's because it's a girly thing, hormonal thing. (laughs) Some days I'm like, woo, let's take the world and I'm going to take over. And then some days I'm like, okay, I got to take it easy and let's see how what happens. Mm -hmm. I did want to ask you about like CBD specifically and, and give you the time to like educate people on here, you know, in a short little version of of why CBD could be helpful to your mental health and that sort of thing? Okay, no problem. So CBD, it, uh, it stands out for cannabidiol. And it's a compound that comes from the hemp plant, which is a cannabis plant different from the marijuana. It's just a, more of a baby stages. And CBD is a non-psychoactive compound. So it doesn't get you high, but it is very beneficial for your health. It has a lot of benefits. Us humans and pets, we are born with a system that is called the endocannabinoid system. And I usually use the ECS just to make it shorter and easier. And our ECS system is made out of receptors. So our body is actually made out of receptors. We have receptors everywhere in our body. And our body naturally creates endocannabinoids, which are signals that are sent through these receptors. And this is how our receptors communicate. But what happens is as we start aging or if we hit certain circumstances in life, our body is goes into like a shock mode and is a- unable to produce the right amount of endocannabinoids. So it causes an internal imbalance. When you introduce CBD, whether you are doing it topically or you're ingesting it, which is the best way. What that CBD is going to do as a compound, it is going to bind with these receptors and it's going to encourage your body to produce the right amount of endocannabinoids. I always tell everyone, it's like the gasoline that your car needs to keep running. That's what CBD is. And it's just going to encourage your body to produce what's not producing or and to function the way it's supposed to. Since 2018, there's been a lot of research done in regards to how CBD interacts with your ECS system. And it has been found that our ECS system is the main system responsible to regulate inflammation, sleep, anxiety, um, blood sugar levels, hormone levels, you name it. 
So when you when the consumers come in here and they they want to try CBD, I always like to remind everyone when you take CBD, it's going to target all those areas and more. So the benefits are 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 numerous, and again, it doesn't get you high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's the biggest misconception that people have. Um, I also do want to ask you, you mentioned that you go to therapy and I'm a big proponent of therapy. I also go to therapy. And what sort of role do you think like mental health has in the role of your business and being able to make decisions for your business? Yeah, yeah. I think I can also say I'm also more mindful of my thoughts. You know, I'm still working on them, on my thoughts, because it's not easy when things are not going how you expect them to be. It's not easy, you know, it's easy to just go to that route of like you take thinking negatively. Also being like more gentle with myself. And believe it or not, I, um, I, therapy has been also very good at setting boundaries because even with customers, you have to set boundaries. I am a woman and sometimes I am very, very nice. Like I, I really enjoy making the connections with my customers, but sometimes not for nothing. Sometimes some males will come here and then, you know, I'm, I'm nice. And then they think that is just, you know, something else. So I have to, I been trying to work on setting those, those boundaries because I do have a hard time just set, setting certain boundaries and, as our friend Barb will say, you know, even in work, even in, in business, you have to set boundaries. You have to know how to set boundaries. So I've been focusing on that, but it's also very nice to go to therapy and have someone to talk to because I sometimes don't have the time to talk to certain things. Like my mom is my, she's my biggest supportive, but at the same time, I cannot talk to her about anything because it's like a, what they call that like it's a sword uh, it's like a, a double sword sword double like double edged sword yeah yeah it's a double edged sword it's a when nice it's nice to have my therapist where i can if there's anything that is stressing me out or that i'm going through i can talk to her and then definitely she's allows me to see things in a different perspective and get into the right path and not go into the negative thinking path yeah yeah it's nice i, I like to do it Mm-hmm. Yeah, boundaries is definitely something I've also been trying to learn with with the help of Barb as well. Um, I interviewed her and we had a whole conversation about boundaries, and um, that's she is she is so shout out to Barb. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did want to ask you as we're kind of winding down here, what are some things that you do to keep learning or to to keep educating yourself about business and and you know anything else that you're interested in? I like to read a lot of the articles um, online. And I am also one of my uh, one of my goals for for this year is to try to read more. Reading is not something that is my strength. I have to you know just omit it, but I I do need to get more into it. I was recommending some books uh, for for business for growth business and then personal, and those seems to be the ones that I I like the most. I couldn't say like I'm like you know, fiction, science fiction, like I'm just not drawn to it, none of that. I just, uh, anything that it allows me to grow as a person or for I can bring my, expand my business, that's what I, that's, I'm trying to read more. And also another good thing is that the franchise gives me enough tools 
every time there's a new product or there's a new invention, they always give us enough tools for us to to educate ourselves. So that's what I do. That's mm. what I do currently. That's great. Yeah, I'm also not the fastest reader, I would say. I have like a stack of books that I'm trying to <laughs> read. I, I read the titles or somebody recommends them to me and I buy them, but I'm a slow reader, but uh, we're working on getting a little bit faster. I was talking to a friend yesterday and she said, just do the audiobooks. And I think I'm mm. just going to have to give it a shot because I just sometimes it's so hard for me to get the time of where I'm just holding the book while I have all the things to do. But I think listening to it, I'm hoping that that will allow me to to mm-hmm. speed up the process. <laughs> yeah, it, it has for me a little bit in some ways. I've noticed there's some books that I could do that and then some books doesn't work as well. But I definitely recommend trying it for sure because it's definitely a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So can you define uh, success for me in your own terms? Because I think sometimes success can mean so many different things. And I think it's important to figure out what it means to you. So how how would you define it? I want to say that success takes a lot of discipline. They have to be a lot of disciplines. I also success has behind success, there's goals. And at the end of the day, I, to me, success is doing what you love to do, doing something that you're passionate about it and connecting having the right team with you the right people and just keeping that motivation going i don't think i'm going to elaborate so so much on my success i think i'm going to keep it at that just yeah you know yeah. more simple yeah i think it's if you if you do what you what you love and you push yourself to do what you love then you, there will be success behind it Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then something also that you said earlier too, was that you, you didn't really like doing the same thing every day. Um, I've noticed that like, for me, that's part of my success is being able to do new things all the time and learning and keeping my brain active. Cause <laughs> in, in previous jobs, I, I definitely noticed like getting into a routine and then like mm-hmm. shutting my brain off and not having to think about things and not liking that. <laughs> Cause for me, that's when time like just went by and I didn't even notice like, oh, two years just went by. It's like, what, what happened? Now that I feel like I didn't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, you, it makes sense. It makes sense. I can totally relate to that. Totally. Mm. Even here in my business, I'm still always like, I'm already thinking about, I'm, I'm mm. continuing my, 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 my jewelry business. I am going to also bring that, expand that as much as I can. And my mind keeps racing. Like, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you become an entrepreneur. And if you really enjoy it and you're serious about it, you just, you're going back to nine to five. It's not an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. That's 100%. not something I want. Yes. <laughs> agree. Um, so yeah, as we're, you know, coming to a close here, I want to, to uh, give you a chance to let people connect with you if they want to, and where can they reach you? Um, also, what are your store hours and can they find your jewelry in your store too as well? Give us give us yes. all the, the details about how to find you. Absolutely. So we are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. On Instagram, we are at your CBD store, North Haven CT. We are open six days a week. We are located at 75 Washington Avenue, North Haven, Connecticut. 
next to Subway. I always like to make sure, you know, so that people don't have a hard time finding us. If you just see the Subway, we're right next to it. And uh, yes, my jewelry, I'm having it here in my store at the moment. And I am also working to start reaching out to my connections, to my other business owners and see how I can maybe perhaps bring it to their spaces and see where that where that goes. Mm. Again, some more benefits from networking is having those people to reach out to. So, mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's, and I am it's so rewarding to be able to like help help each other out mm-hmm. i'm not the only one who's you know struggles as a business owner all of us do mm-hmm. in this journey well said well said well thank you so much for your time and for telling us your story and i wish you the best in the future with your cbd store your jewelry company and uh everything else that you do Likewise, Cheeto. I know, I don't know if you're going to add this, but thank you so much. I This has been a lovely opportunity and I am so excited for you. I'm glad that you finally, you know, that I can see some episodes and I wish you the best and then I'll see you soon. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in and listening to Working Towards Our Purpose. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend and don't forget to subscribe for more episodes.